0: What's up, everybody? Aaron the Dog and MMA Wagers back here with another LFA breakdown, betting breakdown video uh, this week for LFA 103, headlined by Spike Carlisle. Uh, and uh, his opponent is Batsumberla. I uh, don't know how to pronounce the last name out of Mongolia, but it's Dagbadorj. Um, He's basically known as Batman. You know, um, that's what a lot of people call him. But Either way, it's a really good uh, main event, actually. In all seriousness, uh, as always, here with uh, Brandon from MMA Wagers. How you doing, man?
1: What's up, man? Good, good. I'm ready to break down the LFA 103. We'll get um, the betting odds going. We'll get uh, breakdowns and predictions all yeah. in one. <laughs> yeah,
0: we killed. We killed it last week. We did pretty well. I think we missed on one.
1: The AJ Cunningham. I yeah, felt had- like we- an idiot, but yeah, <laughs> it yeah, happens.
0: Yeah, AJ Cunningham. Who going into that breakdown? I was the one who was hesitant on him, and then I, yeah. you sold me.
1: You sold me on him, man.
0: You like, I like you said, me. I said I didn't like the odds. I said I was thinking the dog, and then you really. Not, it's all good, you know. I'm it not happened.
1: doing that anymore. This is low level MMA at the end of the day, so I'm not going to be confident in any of these. Fu- well, I'm obviously going to have my strong leans, but yeah, yeah I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shoot myself in the foot. Like that again. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And if you are watching, uh, if you haven't hit the subscribe button yet, please do. Uh, We do previews. We do interviews. Awesome interviews. Uh, Tyson Chartier uh, just had an interview with Zach and the KO boys, uh, coffee and KO boys. But yeah, we do all breakdowns for everything from LFA to Bellator to UFC cage warriors, everything in between. Mm -hmm. Um, We will be doing Titan FC in the future as well. So, but for tonight, uh, for today, um, before the big UFC 260 breakdown this evening, uh, I'll just plug that. Myself, Brian Pooh Bear, as always, Battle, and uh, a special guest, uh, UFC contender, flyweight contender, Jimmy the Brick Flick, who, if you've been MMA. following him on social media, man, he is a MMA like betting fiend now. He's nailing these bets every week. Uh, he's coming on to join us for the breakdown. So we've got two legit MMA prospects, and then I'm pretty good at MMA betting, so... Between the three of us, uh, we're breaking down uh, the UFC 260 card. But enough about that. We have a uh, LFA card to break down. And these have been the moneymakers, man. Uh, 18 yep. of 21 in the last three events for me. I think you're probably around the same. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we'll see. Uh, I think there's a few spots here to disagree. Only five fights that we're going to go over from the betting perspective, um, one of which uh, got called off kind of uh, late. So, But we'll jump in uh with the beginning of this card um there is a main card fight before this of an 8 and 6 guy and a 5 and 5 guy it's not on the not on the breakdown but that's Kendrick okay. Latchman versus Luciano Ramos Ramos is going to get a submission I think fairly easily against a bare knuckle fc uh guy who just is not I've seen Latchman on the regional scene he's very susceptible to submission so but no betting on that um and the first fight we do have to bet on is a really good one at uh, Welterweight, though.
1: Um, um, before, did you know um, Amanda Borg's fighting on this card? Amanda Borg is? Yeah, and who, tell
0: us about Amanda Borg.
1: That's Ray Borg's wife, if anybody did not know. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. She is 0-5, but, you know, that she she could... I was about
0: to say, man, she's 0-5. she uh, <laughs> find on the prelims. Uh, of a mm-hmm. LFA card, which I would watch the prelims if they are available, but I don't think they're going to – unless she does something, I think, notable, we're probably not going to hear too much about it.
1: Yeah, I think but, it's going to be a round one submission for the girl she's fighting, unfortunately. I just want to throw that out there. It's Ray Borg's wife fighting. I frankly fighting. didn't
0: even look at that until you pointed it out, so I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, the first fight on the main card, that bantamweight fight, as I said, probably will be a quick one by submission as well. But Mm -hmm. uh, the first fight to bet on on the main card is at 170 welterweight, and it's a really good one. Uh, Josh Quinlan, who if you've been watching LFA, you should be very familiar with. He's been super exciting. Uh, Stepping on short notice against a guy in Dallas Jennings that uh, I wasn't too familiar with until I started to do a little research, but uh, has some decent experience. First of all, I want to say that. Nine and two as an amateur uh, and three and one as a pro, uh, hasn't fought since December of 2019. He's 30 years old. He has a purple belt in jujitsu. Uh, I didn't really note the gym he's out of. He's a six foot tall, uh, 170 years. So, you know, I mean, he's a decent guy. Uh, he has beaten a guy with 20 fights on his uh, record and knocked him out pretty quickly. That was his last win or last fight. So I think this is going to be a pretty exciting fight based on how Josh Quinlan's fought, I'm a lot more familiar with Josh. Obviously, he's a uh, fond of a twice now getting knockouts in both those fights and looking pretty good for the most part. He is kind of a give one to take one to get into the war type of guy, though. Um, mm-hmm. And that's where I'm a little bit hesitant here uh, on I Josh Quinlan, I think, is most likely going to be the favorite. I do not look at the betting odds till we look at him here live. I uh, just kind of decided to do that to get a pure breakdown. But I do anticipate Josh Quinlan's um, favorite being 4-0 and as a pro, 5-0, and 6-0 as a amateur, getting mostly finishes and looking pretty good. But, you know, again, he hasn't fought the craziest level of competition either. Uh, Dallas Jennings has 14 fights, 15 fights of experience, and pretty well-rounded himself. Uh, has the ability to get the knockout, as he showed in his last fight. Uh, he's a big guy, too, so... I think Quinlan's got to be smart here coming in on short notice. Dallas has been preparing for this fight as well. So I'm going to go Quinlan, but I'm going to say Quinlan gets a decision here. Um, I don't, but I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I'm going to wait to see the odds before I say if it's a good bet. But I'd, I'd say Quinlan, as long as he's not major favorite, I'll consider betting him.
1: Yeah, buddy. I agree for sure. Josh should uh, pull off the W here. I didn't know he was coming in short notice. That's news to me.
0: Yes. Yeah. So originally, um, Dallas, originally Dallas Jennings was uh, slated. It doesn't say he was slated to fight, but I know Quinlan took this on short notice. Okay. Um, but Quinlan also after his last fight against uh, Joe Borserig, I believe is how you say it. Yeah. Like he was, that was back in the beginning of the year. And like, I mean, it was a three round fight, but he really kind of cruised in that and like yeah. was ready to come right back. So I think he pretty much stayed ready. I don't, get the impression that Quinlan at 28 years old is taking a lot of time off. Has exactly. good size, good size and everything. It's just that Dallas, you know, nine and two as an amateur, three and one as a pro, mm-hmm. purple bell and jiu-jitsu, and has knockout power. Like uh just I would be careful here and I'll look at the odds here. Um now and yeah it's not too bad. Quinlan, well it's a little it's about like right on the edge of what I would want to bet it. It's minus 250. Uh, for Quinlan. That
1: was um, Harris. Harris last weekend. Yep. Which some say was a robbery, but he pulled it off.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. There, Harris is a guy who early on in his career, because of his conditioning. height and will in his conditioning. But honestly, because of the name he has and the uh, reputation he has at such an early part of his career, he's going to win these close decisions, even yeah. if he doesn't win them. Just it was because, sketchy,
1: of, but he got her done.
0: Right. While Quinlan... Quinlan's a striker. Like this is not the same type yeah. of thing where, like, percent you're gonna like, know if Quinlan wins or not. Like, yeah. and so
1: he's a savage. Um, I wanted to yeah. say that Quinlan is yeah. a savage.
0: Yeah, he's an absolute savage, like and a
1: Tasmanian and devil.
0: i just worried that eventually that savage tendency is gonna kind of cost him.
1: Yeah, one him. of these times he's gonna get clipped. Um, his opponent um, is yeah, he's got five knockouts as an amateur too, as a professional, but yeah. four of those victories as a amateur actually got changed to a no contest for a banned substance Mm -hmm. but if it was marijuana then i'll give him a pass but it doesn't clarify what the band i couldn't find what it
0: was either so i'm
1: gonna consider those as wins at the end of the day also if he was
0: on something else i'm always a believer in this once you're on peds they do have a benefit to you even if you're not on them anymore.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, To a certain extent, of course. Like I'm not a PED expert, but I think if he was doing PEDs back in 2016 and even – he's gotten benefits from building his body and competing with that level of – you know, these are all greasy kind of theories. But, again, it's just like these are kind of things like there hasn't been that crazy upset – crazy, crazy upset yet in LFA this year. Where it was like
1: no,
0: no. no one could see that coming. I get Tommy Aaron uh, a few weeks ago was an upset, but if you really looked into that, that's not it. Wasn't a crazy you know, upset. Tony I mean. Ferguson's guy. Yeah, I, yeah he, was a plus, was, he was a oh, plus two eighty.
1: I don't know where the odds makers heads were in that fight.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was, he was facing an undefeated guy, and they love those undefeated records. But yeah. it's like Hopefully undefeated we can find
1: means, a gem on this card.
0: A lot of times in MMA, undefeated means untested. That's yeah. what it means in MMA. Oh, Josh so Josh Quinlan. Yeah, so we'll see. This is going to be, I think, Quinlan's toughest test to date. Yeah. Uh, and I'm really, I think it's a really good, I think this is the fight of the night. I don't, I know I shouldn't be saying that right away, but um, honestly, there's probably two or three fights I could say about. But covers that fight. Uh, I wanted to cover that one a little bit more because I am more excited about this one. Or that one. This one, I'm not as excited about. It's that Bantamweight. Um, Fernie, Fernie Garcia versus Isaiah Batin Gonzalez, Isaiah yes. Batin Gonzalez's last loss was to Jesse Strader, where Jesse Strader uh, just had his got appearance. Them all. In- yeah, got- <laughs> absolutely. Looked like he did not belong in there. And frankly, he doesn't. Yeah. Um, Jesse Strader, um, Brian Battle pointed this out to me uh, during our breakdown last week for the UFC. Jesse Strader throws the same body, 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 hook, hook. Every single fight. And that's what he knocked out Batin Gonzalez with.
1: Oh, the really? The body,
0: body, body, body hook. That's yeah. what he knocked him out that's with. That's what he's
1: and... training Aaron Carter to do. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, it's just every single time. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Fernie Gar- Garcia, he's a younger guy. He's more well-rounded. He's been in a shitload of split decisions and, like, decisions just in general. The
1: last fight shouldn't have been a split decision. If no, anybody it... has seen that, that was no. – that doesn't this make This is why sense. you have to go
0: back and watch fights. You can't just look at them on paper and be like, "Oh, the split was close." That was like, a dominant you know, unanimous. I think that was a miss. I think that was a misread scorecard. Honestly. Yeah, the judges yeah. are
1: always on different pillars. So yeah. maybe one judge had a different just view I think of the that's fight. that's exactly what
0: happened because that wasn't a split. Um yeah. because of that, I think this is Ferdy Garcia all day. He's it, oh, it's yeah. like he's got a he's got a real system down on how to win these um, I'd like to see him push for a finish more against a less prime opponent here, but we'll see. Uh, either way, I think this is Fernie, and I'm not anticipating this being too exciting. I think it's going to be pretty, pretty one sided, which I his, consider not exciting.
1: His last fight, he was a nine uh, minus nine fifty favorite, so he had to bet nine fifty to win hundred. Yeah. Um yeah. I don't know what's going what so get
0: better odds this, odds this time. I, do you have anything else to say on this fire oh, well,
1: uh, yeah i uh I, I say is 36 at this point i've never actually seen him fight he does have a win in bellator um do you know who he beat in bellator
0: um it wasn't uh, it wasn't anybody of note and you can see it, and you can really look very quickly at uh, isaiah's fight against jesse Strader and combate americana uh, it's yeah. right on there um bellator it's a a guy named Kai Wu. He was two and one at the time. Uh, since his loss, Kai Wu has won four straight. So,
1: oh,
0: wow. Uh, you know, including but that, at, I,
1: that could including have been a at the beginning of this sport. year.
0: Yeah, including at the beginning of this year, he has another win. So, Kai Wu might have gotten awakened by uh, Isaiah, kind of exposing yeah. him a little bit. Um, well, Isaiah, it was a split decision, but still. Yeah,
1: yeah man, I I like Bernie. Like that last fight really pissed me off when I heard it was a split because I had him. I think I got him before he was nine, minus 950. I, I, I don't remember him being that high of a favorite, but I guess a lot of money. That's what happens. So much money comes in on these high favorites. You, you can get him early at minus 400, and by mm-hmm. the time the fight rolls around, he'll be minus 700, minus 800. So try to get your bets in tonight after yeah. watching this video, of course. Well, and, I got yeah. good
0: news for you. The odds are looking pretty decent for this fight because it appears yeah. that minus 290, Uh, under three minus 300 against a guy in Isaiah Batin Gonzalez who's 36. He is training off AKA, so that's a very good camp. Yeah, Um, and I mean,
1: Fernie's coming up for MMA, though. That's another great camp. And uh, later on on the video, we'll talk about another Fortis MMA fighter,
0: right? There's two Fortises on this. Um, yeah, I like Fernie, I like. I don't mind pairing him up with Quinlan to just start out the night with a quick near even parlay.
1: Yeah. uh, I'm just going to look into Ryan Hayes quick. The guy that went a split decision with him. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So Ryan Hayes was 31 uh, uh, more in his prime. He was nine and six though. So he almost had a 500 record, Mm -hmm. but yeah, like it's, it's almost the same competition in my opinion. And this guy's older. And it's a lower weight class. You don't see many 36 year olds, uh, you know, reaching their prime at such a young age. That's more of a heavyweight thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 36 at 145, you're slowing down for sure. Yeah. Um, so, Bernie, yeah, all
1: day, in my opinion, but watch it be another controversial split decision.
0: Watch it be a yeah. Makade situation. Yeah. <laughs> at least, yeah. At least Bernie's lost before, so he's shown he can come back from adversity. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, either way, like the thing that is littered throughout Fernie's record is split decisions, whether that last one was or not. I mean, there are more splits on his record than any guy can remember in that amount of fights. So that is something that you don't love to sweat with much higher than the price he's at, if I'm being honest.
1: But if those Um, splits were like the last one he had, then I don't agree with any of them. They should all be. But most likely.
0: Yeah, I got some of them. I couldn't find any footage on but. Yeah, this is Fernie. I'm not gonna overthink it. Uh we get yep. to our next fight here at 155 between Abdul Kareem Al Sawadi, uh versus who I'm just gonna call Abdul from here on out versus uh yeah, versus uh Jake Sebastian. This is at 155 lightweights. Uh Al Sawadi is 10 and 3 coming off of two straight KO losses. Uh Sebastian six and two. Uh, Sebastian did fight back in February, won by armbar, real quick. The guy he faced, six and forty. Oh,
1: that's, uh, the guy he that's
0: faced. <laughs> the fight, guy he faced uh, before that, zero and two. He submitted both those guys, but uh, yeah, Jake Sebastian's been knocked out three times in his three loss, four losses. Uh, two of those were in the first round. Uh, Al uh I get he is coming off of two straight Knockouts um, Also Sebastian has fought at Walter Weight a lot so I don't expect the chin To be better for him at 155 mm-hmm. um, And yeah Al uh he has Six uh, six KO par- finishes Most of which coming in the first round uh, Also one in the second round I I think that Al Sawadi Comes in here and gets another KO um, I just think that Sebastian is the older guy. Al-Sawadi only 25 years old. Um, Definitely having something to prove coming off of two straight finish losses. I don't know how old Jake Sebastian is, but he looks like mid-30s. And, uh, yeah, I just think Al-Sawadi pretty much has his way and gets the KO.
1: Yeah, I like Abdul here as well, Abdul Kareem. Um, He actually has a notable win against... Lucas Martins, who was in the UFC prior, so that was a that was a fun little gem, uh, gem I found. Uh, if you remember Lucas Martins, I think he was on one of the Ultimate Fighter seasons. He actually left the UFC on a win, but yeah, so, but he is coming off two losses. Um, Abdul is. He's taken the appropriate amount of time off. I think his last fight was a year and a half ago. I expect he's just been sharpening his tools. He's taken the right you know, protocols after getting rattled like that. And the two mm-hmm. opponents he got knocked out by one has 13 knockouts as a professional. The other has nine knockouts as a professional. So right. I don't really blame him for getting knocked out by these guys. It's a learning lesson. And Abdul's still so young. Like it's kind of like a Nazrat um situation. He got knocked out by drew Dober yep. and look at him now. Like he's on a two fight winning streak. So yeah, I, I, th- yeah. I got, I got Abdul here. Jake's a submission guy. He's not a knockout threat. All no. Jake does is submissions. As long as Abdul can, you know, uh, uh, defend the submission attacks, I got Abdul knocking him out or winning by decision here.
0: Yeah, this is one of my more confident picks of the night. Um, mm-hmm. What I are agree. the odds, got Mine is 325. So <laughs> you got we're getting to that,
1: life, yeah, yeah, getting that
0: point where we don't love it. I don't want to find out that he has no submission game also all of a sudden here where I'm like, oh, yeah. he just has to worry about the KO. But still, I'm putting him with Garcia and Quinlan. I feel okay with that, honestly, yeah. to start out my night. Maybe do um, a
1: four-to-some-a-parlay. Get um Abdul true. and um and what's the other four-to-some-a? Uh,
0: yeah, Fernie. yeah, Fernie and Abdul, yeah, Get exactly. some
1: MMA parlay going.
0: <laughs> yeah, and uh, that just kind of previews for the rest. for this next fight, I am not confident at all. I'm going to say that right off the bat. A woman's fight. It's women's strawweight co-main event. Vanessa Demopoulos, who's had some classics in the LFA, for sure. Um, she's lost two straight to Corey McKenna, who's running the UFC, so no shame there. And Lupita Godinez, who should be in the UFC. I have interviewed Lupita multiple times, and I, I just I just do not know what more she's going to have to do. She She's Mexican very- and
1: Canadian. What else are you... And she's a, she's, the UFC. she's
0: a legit star in the making. Yeah. Uh, I, can't, I can't wait to see her in there. Uh, but Vanessa's taking on Cynthia Arceo here. Um, this is an interesting one. Cynthia. But Vanessa really should go in there, be able to initiate the grappling, clinch it up, control that until it gets to the ground, and then submit Cynthia, frankly. What I saw out Cynthia against Loveth Young, who Loveth Young is just not that good period. And Loveth Young was able to submit uh, Cynthia Arecio from her back with no hooks in and put her to sleep. Uh, and it, I just, yeah, uh, Loveth is a KO puncher. She's not known for her submissions. He's a physical so, specimen though. Yeah. And, yeah. and she's done great
1: there. Sure. Yeah.
0: And she's done great there, mm-hmm. but I'm saying the, the way that she got reversed to on the ground really showed some issues. Vanessa, legitimate ground specialist, the inverted triangle she got on, uh, Sam Sam Hughes was incredible. The war she was in with Lupita was awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, I expect Vanessa to get back on. Vanessa should get back on track here. Um, Yeah, I agree
1: that Lupita fight. I was watching that. I wanted to tweet out something like this might be the craziest woman fight. I've ever seen. It's right up there with Joanna and Wiley Zhang, a different, style of fight but it's it, it was just i i love that fight man yeah it's a great it, one it was a majority decision one judge had it a draw so like it it literally could have went either way
0: and Vanessa's striking looked better Vanessa's face better competition uh that and so she should be able to cruise this one I'm i just,
1: i don't trust her though.
0: i don't trust her either she fights fights too close and she loses in spots maybe she shouldn't um, and this really could be one of them. Minus 240 for Vanessa. It's a decent price. Not good and not nearly good enough for a, a low level or not low level, high level women's at, but it's just still, yeah, Cynthia has got real KO power. Uh, she really uh, can, if this stays striking, Vanessa's going to struggle. Uh, I don't trust that price at all. I'm honestly leaving it pretty much alone at minus yeah, 240. She,
1: she doesn't actually get takedowns though. She kind of just does the chase Hooper approach and, like she'll that's do perfect. a, Thanks. she doesn't like, have drop to or guard or do like eminari, you know. Yeah.
0: yeah. So now, yeah, exactly. Everybody so,
1: knows her game at this point.
0: And that's what I'm saying. And yeah, and she has taken a lot of damage. And while she's shown toughness, eventually that chin
1: knockout artist.
0: Yeah. Then eventually that chin gets chipped away, and then a hard hitter like Cynthia could take advantage of it. Where
1: um, does Cynthia train out of? Uh, um, I, United I, Shotokan I, Association Karate.
0: Yeah, so that's a that's again doesn't sound like the best groundwork happening there. No, Um, (laughs) so like you can probably trust Vanessa, but there's gonna be one of these dogs that come through on this card. I have a real feeling about that. Um, I'm leaning towards winning,
1: she might not even deserve to win,
0: right? I'm leaning towards it being Dallas, if I'm being honest, over Quinlan. If I had to pick my dog, because we get to the main event now, um, and it's Batsum Burl, uh, dog Vadorj, uh, also (laughs) known as the Mongolian Falcon. Uh, he's taken on Spike Carlisle of uh, former UFC this is at 155. So we have one guy coming down from 170 after an absolute war, which if you didn't see Bat- Batsum, uh Batsum Burrows' last fight against Makan, uh, Man Mandona, yeah. that was a, that was a rough one. He took a ton of damage, several 10, eight rounds. Um, and it wasn't that long ago. It was only in December um, of last year. So, I mean, it was, you know, I guess it's three, four months ago, three months ago now, four months ago. But, like, still, like, it's not that much time off. He's fine at 155. He has not fought at 155 um, that I can see ever. He's had catchweights at 175. He's fought at welterweight for the rest of his career. So he's finding out against a former UFC talent who won in the UFC and Spike Carlisle, who lost two decisions to really decent competition, frankly, in Bill Algio and Billy quantio uh, both mm-hmm. guys would run ranks through the LFA. This is Spike Carlisle all day for me. Uh, I think Spike Carlisle gets a finish too. But um I don't I I think this is this is a showcase fight for Spike against a guy who still has a decent amount of hype uh in uh, the Mongolian Falcon. So I'm going Spike Carlisle and I like the KO. I don't think that Batsumer Burrow is going to have enough of a game plan to outmaneuver Spike for two rounds.
1: Yeah, absolutely, I mean. man. Uh, That's what you need
0: to do to beat Spike. We all know what you need to do to beat Spike.
1: Yeah, you're bang on, Aaron. Like I like the odds too, and you, it's not like you have to prop it. it. He's almost even money. It's a pick'em. It's one fifteen a piece. Yeah, one fifteen a piece. This is crazy. I this thought it was a welterweight championship crazy. fight to begin with. So I it I'm- ever scheduled to be a welterweight? fight or no I don't think it was ever because that would mean that Spike Carlisle was going up two, two divisions yeah that's why I was going to say this on the podcast I can't believe Spike's jumping up two divisions but I mean maybe if
0: was he was fighting. that concerned about his gas I if he was that concerned about his gas maybe but it's just yeah. you gotta love an MMA where it's like you have a gas issue gain 10 pounds it's nothing like real life where it's like oh my cardio sucks let me put 10 pounds. Yeah. I put 10 yeah, pounds it on I'm like
1: 145 anyways
0: he, he was a monster at 145 of ginger is yeah. built like a tank <laughs> yeah he's he could fight at 170 and still be fine physically that's what
1: i yeah that's why but i i wasn't surprised how sure but this is this is spike tell me i'm wrong at these I, at I just can't see i think i don't know about the knockout but either way he's gonna win a knockout or a decision because the move dag spike has dag- never won dag- a decision Dag-Dorge, Dag-Dorge yeah. has the never been a falcon. The Mongolian Falcon <laughs> has never been. He's a, he's a tough SOB, man. One's so never been finished. One never on finished. He can his tools.
0: One's never been finished, but just came off of a three round beating with two 10 8 rounds against a 170 kickboxer. He's, yeah. I think he's still going to be severely compromised from that. And Spike I don't. Lane has never gone to a decision.
1: And I don't rate uh, Makon Mendensa that highly. He just nope. lost he made, against made Fabio promises. Charant, who's actually making his UFC debut this weekend. Yep. And Fabio made it look pretty easy, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's just one of these things where, you know, I I really like the UFC product here to get back on track, get set up for I'd mm-hmm. love to see Spike Carlisle versus Dakota Bush for who gets who wins gets to go back in the UFC. Yeah, or bellator
1: or pfl Dakota bush
0: is at that point now where he deserves a spike carlisle he's been yeah. in the lfa since the beginning of his career i think he's fought eight times with seven finishes
1: lost Yeah, one Dakota Bush. he's an lfa vet at this point yeah he's i think the longest and great call ever. last week i gotta say it great call with bruno man the odds just kept inflating on miles i'm like Aaron knows something. Fade the public. At the end of the day, guys, you have to fade the public. It's like Kevin Holland. Everybody, everybody on Kevin Holland, take Derek Brunson. That's he, what he I'm saying. Der- I didn't even have to sweat in that fight. Maybe in the second round, he knocked him down for a second. That was and the I hedged Kevin Holland by knockout anyways. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, you, uh, that's. I one had submission the- props. Sorry. I had submission props Se- plus 1700. In the second round, he had that arm triangle. And I was on one knee just praying tap Kevin remember yeah. that arm triangle?
0: No, yeah, I thought he, he had it.
1: Sub. Everybody called me an idiot. I'm like, Watch. especially when,
0: especially when it. Kevin went quiet. I was like, oh, he's really struggling now. Nah, he's, yeah. he's silent. Like I, they should. I, I, I
1: thought he tapped for us I swear, I saw him tap. I saw maybe that. that was I know mind playing tricks.
0: <laughs> but I'm telling you, man. Uh, one thing I can always guarantee you with my breakdowns is I will ignore what the public chatter is. Yeah. Um, so for Great tonight, this is it. yeah, it's a perfect little segue into. Uh the UFC tonight. Again, UFC 10 PM Eastern Standard Time. Myself, Jimmy the Brick Flick, UFC flyweight contender, uh, and MMA middleweight prospect. I'll soon be able to say the organization he'll be fighting for, Brian Battle. Uh can't say it yet, but it's a big one. Uh and uh five and one uh Brian Battle. He's defeated Impa Kasangane with two ten-eight oh. rounds as an amateur. Uh so uh Brian is no joke, so go ahead and join us tonight because There's a lot of MMA public to ignore with uh, tonight's uh, picks, in my opinion, between what's been said about Tyron Woodley, between what's been said about the main event, uh, and many more. There's a lot of interesting breakdowns tonight, but I'm going to keep my thoughts for that for now. Uh, Any parting words for the LFA breakdown? My opinion, the dog to watch is Dallas Jennings over Josh Quinlan. Um, That would be my dog to really, really watch. Cynthia Arceo would be my other dog that I would consider, but not betting on.
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely, man. Um, yeah, I don't see a lot of dogs barking tomorrow. It's only,
0: five, it's only five fights. They really don't have to have a dog necessarily. I just have a feeling one's coming And
1: through. LFA, I find the favorites do win more than they lose, mm-hmm. especially in LFA. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it's going to be a fun card either way. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where
0: can people uh, find you if they're looking to follow more of your kind of bets, uh, weigh-in photos and everything?
1: Yeah, buddy. Uh, yeah, so that's a big thing tonight. I'm looking forward to the weigh-in photos that really come out.
0: They develop them in that dark room, man. Like it's yeah.
1: like <laughs> <laughs> I don't realize why it takes like 13 hours to post, but um and uh, yeah, and yeah, you can follow me at MMA Wagers, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, use jazzsports.ag for all your bets. It doesn't have to be MMA. Uh, any sport you want to bet on, use MMAW promo code. And they actually have the live video for the MMA fights, UFC, Bellator, right on their website. So instead of trying to find all these streams, go to jazzsports.ag. They'll have the fights on there for you. Perfect. So, yeah, there you go, yep. guys. <laughs> yep, and and you Thanks a lot, me- Aaron, for having me. Yeah, anytime
0: man and uh in the future we'll do the we'll do the Titan FC, that's my fault. Yeah. I've been traveling I don't think weekend.
1: there's any LFA next week.
0: Yeah. we are so no we'll LFA, figure something
1: out.
0: No LFA next week, um but uh I will be uh doing a Bellator like heavyweight tournament uh grand prix preview show next week, so be busting out that uh CFFC as well if I can yeah. get those together, maybe we'll join for those but We'll be back uh, with the next LFA whenever that is for LFA 104. But LFA 103 is in the books. Again, don't forget, you know, if you're watching this channel right now, subscribe uh, to Coffee and KOs. Those guys are doing a great job. They've given me a huge, a really good platform here um, as I've transitioned away for the time being. But we'll see what the future holds. But Aaron the Dog will continue doing breakdowns wherever he will be had. Um, yeah, for That's MMA good. Wagers and Aaron the Dog uh, – Go out there, make your bets, uh, and keep taking care of each other. Peace out.
1: Peace, guys. See ya.